bright month. A young Linda Blair's plaything goes awry when Pazuzu comes over. We watched The Exorcist to find out how good was it. Welcome back to How Good Was It? where we review the movies of our past and sometimes the present. I am back with my two partners in crime because Joe AP has returned to us. He was missing in the last episode, which I believe was Candyman. And uh, we missed him. So welcome back, Joe AP. I'm going to start with you first. Hey, what's up, Gene? Good to be back. Yeah, I hope so. And hello to Scott. Hey, what's going on, Jude? Now, Joe AP... I was just telling him that uh, I hope he's going to make it through this one because the subject of this episode, it's a heavy movie. It's one of the biggest, most classic horror movies ever to exist and is still considered in high regard to this day. Oh, man, it's a doozy. And I'll just I'm just going to step right into it because I think there's going to be a lot to discuss with this one. This week's episode, continuing with Fright Month which were smack dab. I think we're past the middle of at this point. This week's episode is the classic, The Exorcist. Yikes. Somewhere between science and superstition, there is another world. (gasps) The world of darkness. expected it nobody believed it and nothing could stop it the one hope the only hope the exorcist before we get into this week's episode i'd like to give our audience a little reminder of what we do here at how good was it each episode is broken up into two halves. The first half is all about our recollection from memory of the movie. We then pause, we watch the movie, and we come back to go over how much we got wrong, how much we got right, and most importantly, does the movie still hold up? Is it as good or as bad as we remember it to be? With that, let's get into this week's movie. Now, this is a film Mm -hmm. that uh, when most people hear it mentioned, automatic chills up the spine. Mm -hmm. It scared most people I know, very few people, even though I must say I have watched it plenty of times. It's been a while, but I do remember that the last time I saw this, there was quite a bit of chuckling on my part, too, (laughs) to go along with the horror. So uh, I don't know if I I think I probably have seen this movie twice. I I know I definitely didn't see it. Like I think I mentioned before in the podcast, uh, the first horror movie I remember watching that really scared me was uh, Poltergeist, probably in the early 80s. And I think I was really scared of seeing The Exorcist until I think maybe an early teenager. I don't think I saw it until maybe I was about 14 because it, it did the whole idea of it would would scare me and I wanted no part of it. And I probably saw it again in my early twenties, and I don't think I've seen it since then. I think I saw this movie back in, um, I think it was nineteen ninety six, maybe around there. Maybe. Oh wow! 
I was I was on vacation with uh, a good friend of mine, Michael Cassia. If Ooh. you were gonna listen, we actually went to uh, this place in Port uh, in Rhode Island, Block Island, and we stayed overnight in Block Island. And um, so at at the hotel that we stayed at, we allowed to rent movie for free. This is back in VHS, right? The, the cassette tape. Yeah, yeah. And we rented uh, this movie. The reason why we rented this movie because Michael Garcia suggested because um, we actually was there with uh, a good friend of our my good friend of mine live in Connecticut. It was two mm-hmm. girls, so oh. <laughs> so Mike thought that would be cool to watch scary movie with the girls, uh. and I was like, no, you shouldn't watch it movie. I don't think I like. It. I would like that. <laughs> but we ended up rented the movie. And we watch it in the hotel. So we stay in a one-room hotel room mm-hmm. with two beds. And um and we 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 end up watching that movie with, with the girls. And it was so funny that I we all got scared. Were you holding but, Mike or one of the girls, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, the idea was to like um Mike was like, oh well, let's win the movie so that you know we can mm-hmm. get the girls to be scared. And little he know, like I was scared too. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is one of those movies that I could say you're justified in being scared. There's no yeah. harm in saying it, man. This this movie scared the, the shit out of a lot of people. So I it's from what I remember, okay. Uh, as I've mentioned before in other episodes, I think the guys are probably sick of hearing me say that my dad took me to see this movie. <laughs> he took I'm the youngest of five. Um, this movie came out, I believe, I think it was around 72, 73 or so. Yeah, right? I think I think it's right around there. Yeah. And so my dad was a big movie buff and he would take us to see all types of movies. Like I said, I was a toddler. He took us to see Jaws, which is mm. why I never learned how to swim to this day. <laughs> um, but he one of the movies he took us to see not in 73 when it first came out, there was a re-release. Um, mm. And I believe it was in the mid to late 70s. Yeah. And I remember he took us and I remember my mom being so pissed at him. Cause she had no idea what type of movie it was, and we—I remember walking home, and she just was glaring at him, like, "Like, what are you trying to do to these kids?" Wait, so this movie came out in the early seventies? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I think seventy-two. Oh, wow. I, I want. Wow. I, yeah. I think it's around seventy-two. Yeah, it's 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 easy to forget that this was this is an old freaking movie, man. Mm-hmm. You know, impressive. And especially for the time, I mean, there was nothing like this movie. Horror. Well, was... Rosemary's Baby came out before this, which I I, they, I feel like they have a similar vibe. Not I never saw that movie. Oh, really? Oh, you'd like that, Joe? Um, no, I would not. <laughs> and then what? The The Omen came out after this. That, yes. That's another scary seventies yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right. Though The Exorcist was a big deal. Well, it's, think, it's more scarier than 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 uh, Rosemary's Baby for sure. For sure, the the big difference, and I do remember Rosemary's Baby pretty pretty well. And the big difference is, even though it was a horror movie and it it was scary to a degree, but it was a I, I dare say compared to The Exorcist, it was definitely more subtle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even though it dealt with the same type of material, which is a uh, demonic possession, or or basically, well. Rosemary's Baby was like demonic. Well, I'm the, not going to say the, the word. Yeah, the devil's child. Yeah. Did you understand yeah. what's going on at that time, June, when you saw the movie? Which one? Rosemary's Baby or The Exorcist? No, The Exorcist. The Exorcist. You know, yes. Yes, because it was, even as a child, it was 
very apparent what was happening to uh, Linda mm-hmm. Blair's character. And, you know, it was it was very cut and dried. But I, I think what set it apart was the heavy, heavy, not only the heavy religious overtones, mm-hmm. but this movie had strong characterization from what I remember. I did I didn't really sympathize with Mia Farrow in Rosemary's Baby. I mean, yeah. I should have. That sounds kind of cruel. Yeah, no, this but movie I was like, is a, an innocent mm-hmm. child is possessed by the devil is, yeah. is pretty messed up, especially yeah. when you're a child. Exactly. So I think that it affected me more as a child. It scared the bejesus out of me as a kid <laughs> to the point that I didn't watch it uh, for the second time for years until I was probably a, a, a late teen. I think uh, didn't they do they did a re-release with a it was like a new edit with added scenes that previously oh, really? deleted scenes and Maybe. I think one of those scenes was um, I remember the promotion for the re-release of the, the puking the scene? scenes well the mm-hmm. puking scenes were, were always there the, the head but, spinning around all the head spinning but, the, but there was the one where she's walking down the stairs backwards oh yeah yeah, yeah. and oh. that was cut from the original version and really back in yeah oh. I, I believe so i want i hope I, I that'll mean, be on the version that we watched so that was stuck from japanese scary movie that the walking backward that's from exorcist yeah they they because i remember it. that from a, a japanese uh what was that movie uh, is the ring maybe the, was it the ring which she walked back yeah i think mm-hmm. so okay so exorcist was origin originated that um yeah. that scene so so we we established that this movie came out in the early 70s 72 73 ish yeah. And uh this was uh who directed this film? Franken? I think Franken. Um William William Franken or Frieden. What's what's his name? William Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> close enough. If you got your yeah. like I would Franken uh see this is why we we <laughs> I shouldn't say names until I get to IMDB this stuff. <laughs> it's okay. That's what this first half is all about to see. Yeah. To get it all wrong before we watch yeah. it. Has he done anything else other than this? Oh movie? yeah, no, he he had a he had a good career. Yeah. He, he's he, always he, known for a scary movie. No, no, he's done other stuff too. Yeah. Now by the time our audience listens to this episode, it would have been already a few weeks since the new installment of the Exorcist franchise. Yes. It, to us, it's just been released. I think it was just released last, last week. week. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it is getting some... So, <laughs> I, I was going to say this for the second half. I think I'm so going to I'm, no, I'm gonna try to go see it tomorrow. I want to watch the first one first. I want to watch the original. And then I'm going to uh, go, go try to go see it. Either tomorrow, probably Thursday. Maybe I'll go see it. So from so what that, I understand, from what, I, what I've read, and, and the, I'm sure the internet will correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. the director or the writer, the director of the original film, mm-hmm. I think, had, had didn't have too kind words to say Ooh. about this most recent version. Oh. And it and it's kind of getting critically pan, pan or slammed or whatever you, you want to say. There was, there's been a few sequels, though, right? Because there was an Exorcist 2 also, right? Yes. With Linda Blair in the 70s. Mm-hmm. I remember there was a, I don't know if they called it Exorcist 3, but in the, the 80s, heretic, they, the heretic is that the one with Gabriel Byrne in it? I think so. I yeah, I remember seeing that in the theater in the eighties. I never and watched that one actually. I, I thought remember, I, I remember liking it, but oh uh, really? Yeah, who knows how it how it held up? But I remember liking it. Do you I actually remember... I may have seen that before I saw the original Exorcist? I, I'm not I'm not positive, but I may have seen that first. Oh, do any hmm. of you guys remember the second one? Because Linda Blair was I, in that one as well. Yeah, I know I saw it. I don't remember it at all. Okay. I don't think I saw it. I think the first, I mean, I saw Exorcist by chance. So it wasn't even like planned. 
<laughs> you were trying to look you're too busy trying to look cool in front of these girls while while being terrified at the same time. I don't know. I think I might probably scream louder than them. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you just so might I think do so we, again. I think we maybe talked about this in another episode um in this ser- Halloween series is that you know, as guys, we we think that this will this was work. I can remember it being a teenage guy thinking the same thing, like Hey, I'll, I'm gonna take a girl to go see a horror movie. She's gonna jump into my arms. Uh, mm. You know, it just none of that stuff ever works. You no. know, it's a, it's a. I think it's a guy myth. We all think that. Just like I, I thought, uh, if I bought Twister, I could get girls to play it. <laughs> Did not happen. So you know, somewhere down the line, we 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 saw too many movies where that was suggested. I. I so, you know, since we started watching Friday the 13th, I keep watching these movies. I've gone through the first four already. Wow. Uh, and I finished the fourth one today. And there's so many of those kind of things in there that that as a kid really affected my mind about mm-hmm. how how you how how you get to date girls or how, how you can <laughs> get and they're doing it in all these movies. And I'm like, oh, I, I, I see what warped my brain as a as a teenager. So you, you were know. brainwashed by scary movies. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Perception. Making, yeah, making me think that you know girls would be like really into it if you did stupid stuff like this. And yeah, <laughs> it, ne- it never worked. No, no. There were just tropes that existed in the movie world, man. Mm-hmm. That that stuff never worked. Never worked for me, at least. So, <laughs> remember that movie? Uh, the, there's another movie, Hellraiser. Oh, oh yeah. goodness, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. I thought Did that, that one. Was... Well, what was your reaction, Joey Peter Howard? Because that was a pretty intense movie at the time. It was very intense, but I I'm was more thrown off with the 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 needles, the nail on the face. That was. Yeah. Oh, hell raising the center bites. They're just a bunch of good guys. They're, they're not your guys. You're just judging them. You're judging them by their appearance. Yeah, their appearance bad. looks very threatening. Like yeah, I liked all those movies. I really liked horror movies. I, I've seen all those movies so many times as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I don't I just don't watch horror movies like that. This month I've been devoted to watching horror movies, but I really haven't watched a lot in the last 20 years. And neither have I for that. I'm really I was never really a big horror guy. But when it's done well, it's done well. You know, a yeah. good story transcends. It doesn't matter what genre mm-hmm. or whatever. If you do it well, and even things like you know Friday the Thirteenth, which you did, which we uh, did a review on a couple of weeks ago, there, there, there was a, a charm to them. You know, there, there's like, it's a cheap thrill, at worst. I don't you know, know if I would call matter. that one done well, but uh, I, well, I enjoyed it. <laughs> that's why June says it's a cheap thrill. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cheap, very it, cheap throw. It, it's like going to a peep show or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and for you youngins out there who don't know what a peep show is, look it up. Okay. Yeah. I'm not Wikipedia over here. I'm not yeah, I mean, we, we've talked about Pee Wee and other movies. I think they should know what a peep show is by now. <laughs> so, uh, The Exorcist. Let's get back to that sucker. Oh, yeah. Um, the Exorcist. Yeah, that's what this episode is so, all about. I, let's see if we can go through the plot of this movie. I. I think I remember at the very beginning of the film, a priest is doing an exorcism on a different person. And like the, the creature kind of comes out of the body or something like that. I don't remember exactly what happens. Somehow it ends up in this little girl, right? So it might, it well, might not, is that how the movie starts? Like a, a, there's a different exorcism. And I think the priest I, dies I, during it. I think it could be the, the earliest scene I remember in the first film some kind of like archaeological excavation or am i thinking mm. of the second one i don't is know is that poltergeist right 
no, no. Are we getting our movies crossed? No, no, it's not Poltergeist. June's right. I do remember this as well, where they, uh, yeah, because his spirit is from somewhere. I I remember the preacher standing in front of somebody's house. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, maybe that was just like a a photograph memory that there was a scene where a a preacher standing in front of somebody's house um, under the, like, light whole yeah well, that was the, like the main promotion for the movie yeah. right yeah. and he was he was walking into this house right there was because was he invited to to yeah, yes yeah. he was invited yeah, this is that's <laughs> later in the movie that's a priest yeah. that's trying to get the demon out of uh mm-hmm. linda blair which wasn't demon's name something stupid like pazuki or something dumb like that yeah it wasn't it, it wasn't i think the big mess uh, a big misconception about this film was that it was people outright think it was like satan yeah it's not it was a certain demon and it had a wonky name you're right Mm -hmm. it had a weird name that did not sound threatening at all um (laughs) which i guess we'll rediscover once we watch it again but um so so in the film from what i recall it -hmm. was two uh religious men or priests or whatever you want to call them Mm -hmm. right it was a younger guy and an older one and the younger guy and this is what i think made the movie so interesting this guy's life sucked (laughs) like this younger priest like the little bit we get to see about his own life uh his relationship with his mom uh all this kind of things i i it's it's coming back to me as we speak but but little bits and pieces not enough to make a uh a coherent recollection but um yeah i remember he looked nervous and Mm -hmm. distraught and not just because of this demonic possession (laughs) because because his own life kind of sucked and mm-hmm. and uh, one of the, <laughs> I have a cousin who I used to watch a lot of movies with. Uh, a big shout out to BB. I know he'll never listen to the podcast, but I'll shout him out anyway. Thanks for the support, anyway, BB. Yeah, thanks a lot. Um, <laughs> but one of the things that I love that he did, he was always he would always imitate Linda Blair possessed uh, by this demon, and there cussing. was a, yes, and, well, <laughs> and there was one line in particular in the film. Where, I know that line where, where the demon addresses this priest's mom, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's such it's one of the most uh, it's such a horrible thing to say, but it was damn funny though, wow. man. especially the way my cousin did it. So, uh, and I'm probably not going to repeat it or do it any justice, so I'm not going to try. Yeah, yeah, and you know when you when they're listening to this at a, at home, I'm sure you'll cut in a scene of of uh, Linda Blair's character saying this horrible stuff. Yeah, I I hope and hopefully uh YouTube and whatever podcast <laughs> platform will you know we're on will allow it because it's some pretty oh yeah. <laughs> where where is movie film that in is in somewhere Georgetown I believe it's Georgetown um right next to like DC area DC oh yeah yeah, yeah they, those steps are famous like where people can go and like that that steps you were talking about where the priest is at the, that's mm-hmm. still there you can go see it standing yeah. in front of it right you uh-huh. walk up the stairs yeah yeah uh what a, there was a scene where um now who played uh the little girl's mom that I was... don't remember yeah. That wasn't that. That wasn't um, the same woman who played the mom in the first Friday the Thirteenth movie. Oh God, I, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> no, right. That that would be great because that, that accent, good. that her yeah. her 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 thick Long Island accent in this character would be good. But it, no, it, I don't think one, so. She would play this movie first, then before the. Oh Friday, yeah, before. Friday oh 13, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. But the, mm-hmm. there was a particular scene, the the possessed little girl, mm-hmm. like 
sends her flying back or something across mm. the room. Mm. And apparently from what I've read, and I read this a while ago, so so we may have to check for accuracy. She was thrown back so hard that she really messed up her back bad and suffered really bad back. But actually, now that we're on the subject, this movie, um, and I love people love this kind of shit. Even, this is pre-internet, of course. But even mm-hmm. back then, I remember hearing about how cursed this movie yeah what if that's an urban legend too because you know same with the poltergeist the poltergeist one you can you can definitely connect the dots in that you know the, uh, uh, yeah a lot of them died you know yeah some murdered and uh but yeah i remember hearing the same thing but i almost wonder if it wasn't just like a you know urban legend the hype. that we all told each other well no I, I was thinking the same thing there's a couple of thai movie though like old thai classic scary movie it's sort of the same thing where it's such a based on certain story that happened in the past. So it's sort of a curse to to kind of portray the same movie about this particular story, you know. But I don't think Exorcist, it was based on real event. No? I think don't they claim it's based on something similar? You know, it's, it's supposed to be loosely based on something, which right. yeah, I think is a bunch of BS too. Now, is this one of those movies that it was, there was a book out first, maybe? I believe so, yeah. Probably yeah, it so. looked. It seemed like the type of film that would. So you don't believe. So you don't believe in exorcist, Scott. You don't believe that demon can no. really take over your body. And <laughs> Scott's no. very crazy. Like <laughs> no, 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 not at all. You believe that? Uh, I, I, I'm scared of it. I, I mean, I, oh, I this is gonna be great, Joe. Can I come I, okay. watch this movie with you? I, I, I think I need. Even to though if I don't believe it, Scott, I would not. Um, talking shit about it. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, would, yeah, would right. you say candy? Oh, by the way, Joe, you know, when, when you did your Candyman video, uh, you yes. said Candyman four times. It's five times, yes. Joe. It's you five? Have to say, yeah, yeah, thank so, goodness. Maybe that's uh, why. So yes. would you do Candyman five times right now? Or, or uh, no, <laughs> no you, you have to stand in front of the mirror with mm-hmm. the lights off. I think you're, I think the reflection oh, oh, from the window next to your pie would do, Joe. No, you see, I think the how it works, you stand in front of the mirror, Mm-hmm. Uh, and then with the lights on and said it's just a mirror how, however time. lights on lights off and then, you, and then you turn it off turn off the light and then turn it back on again that's bloody mirror you're doing bloody mirror oh I'm, <laughs> yeah, candy man really? all you have to do is look in a mirror for candy man and then say it five times uh have you tried scott uh yeah i think we've we've said candy man a million times already uh oh. yeah oh yeah but not 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 five times in a row I think you just said uh, it mean... five times in a row. And there is a mirror <laughs> next to you. So, by the way, Joey P. So, yeah, thanks for that little clip. And we did play it during the episode. Really? Yes. <laughs> I'm sure gonna did. make I'm gonna make L do the Candyman five times in the in front of the camera. And I'll lock the door. For the listeners, uh, Scott still has his Candyman hook, and he's having a struggle with it right now. <laughs> Looks like he's Which... getting his uh, neck slit open. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna use it for the. Um... Captain Hooks too. Yeah, I, that when we do Pirate Month, I'll, I will I will save it for that as well. Uh, a lot of mileage getting on mm-hmm. getting. Uh, Got to reuse my props. Yeah, why not? I, I'm thinking your red light thing, June. That looks pretty. Uh, the setting is cool. Yeah. Well, it yeah. is Halloween month, and anything that's gonna hide my ugly pug face, I'm all for it. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get one of those the lights just for. Okay. Yeah, I think the next, next. Yeah, we're next recording. Half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll send you the link, guys. Amazon is a wonderful thing. Please. Thank you, Jeff Bezos. Uh, free plug for Jeff and his yeah. uh, Amazon 
but the exorcist so is there anything else we want to cover as far as the exorcist anything related you guys remember any of the season obviously everyone remembers her head spinning around yes her and the puking puke. out there yeah the puke the one scene i really remember too is um when she starts to feel sick she her mom is having like a dinner party and then she walks out there to you know, tell her mom she's not feeling well and she pees on the floor in front of all oh, the guests. Oh yes, I totally she just, like, forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, and that just it reminds me of my youth, not peeing on the floor, but I can remember my parents having dinner parties and stuff like that and me, you know, wanting attention and going out there to say I can't sleep or or whatever, you know, <laughs> just to get get attention from my parents. And you were like 15? No, no, probably eight. <laughs> they, they were having their, their swinger parties and, you know, all that, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> the orgies going on and I'm out there. So, yeah. That 70s yeah. crazy time. Yeah, 70s was a crazy time. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Looking back on The Exorcist and, and this little girl, it's not, I've seen toddlers act much worse <laughs> nowadays. I've seen kids much worse than what. You anything crawl, she did crawl in the movie. ceiling yeah. she, she, she did more harm to herself than anyone else in that movie well she yeah. did kill the one priest so i guess the old man it. dies i remember the old man dies yes. as a, and then i think the ending of this film the young priest gets the gets the demon to come inside of him and then he kills himself he jumps out the window and goes down the steps and that's how it ends right something like that I guess. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> we'll I, find I, block, enough, I, guess. I blocked out all these <laughs> memories. So watching this movie again, I think I will probably like um stay hey, up Joe, can, can you contact those girls? I, I want them to, uh, to join us for the second half of this podcast. I want to hear their side they, of the story. Yeah, I want to hear. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. I don't know if they would remember. You know, I because I I remember I remember it was Michael that suggested it. And he's like, "Hey, let's get this movie." You know, the girls are gonna be so scared. It's like, "No, you don't want, you don't want to watch this." You know, like, <laughs> We're too manly for that. Mm-hmm. So, but um, I, I, but if you did watch the movie, I, I don't think it was. I don't know. I don't think they would remember it. I would try to contact them, see what they remember. It. Oh, okay, you yeah. really are gonna try to go? Okay, well, this I'll, I'll call them and ask them if they remember it. I would probably not put them on the, on you know, an hour. Joe, Joe, just tell them you're the star of this podcast, <laughs> yes, man, and yes. that you're 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 world famous now, mm-hmm. and, and that's know. what I I did. I mentioned that in jury duty. Did you get out jury duty for that? So yeah, Exorcist. Anything else yeah. we want to add? No, I'm I'm ready. I think this is going to be a scary one. I I do think the the special effects aren't going to hold up, but I no. think it's still going to be a scary movie. I'm going to be I'm... honest with you. I don't think so. I think it's I'm going to have the opposite reaction. Really? I think yeah. I I don't think I'm going to hate it because I think it's actually a well written movie. I'm not sure. I I don't think it's going to hold up for some reason. I think it's still going to be a solid film. I think uh the character. Are, characterization and the acting are going to carry it but i think it's going to show its age and it's not going to be half as intense as i remember it but uh, i think joe will watch it with all the lights on uh with the door <laughs> open actually i'm gonna watch it right after this and i'll oh, oh. watch it with me oh i want so, so i want her reaction at one yeah. time joe record her this make sure she's not looking and then use your do like a selfie and record you and l i want to see her reaction well we'll see <laughs> we'll, we'll see what, what her reaction is like but yes. she never saw the movie before so we'll, you know, oh she's nervous. never watched it no no she knows of it i would think uh um, probably not so, yeah. really yeah, oh, t- yeah. T- t- tell her it's a comedy 
<laughs> and then just turn it on and see what happens, man. Yeah, we'll we'll yeah. do it uh, right after this. All right. Keep us Sounds posted. Like Keep us posted. Well, I guess with that, you know, we could uh bring this first chapter of this episode right. to a close. Um, I'd like to remind our viewers that uh they should like, follow, and subscribe and thank them for their support, for their continued support. We have been building up more subscribers, but we could always use more. Please spread the word. And as well, I should mention all the cool new stuff we have coming out. How Good Was It Presents, which this month will be in keeping with our Halloween theme, all about the Halloween candy, which I've yet to buy. So let's see how this goes. Um, and I think we're going to start recording that next week. So we should Ooh. have it out by the end of the month, just in time for Halloween. So look out for that. That'll be the second episode of How Good Was It Presents. The first being last month's episode, the Hostess episode. So dig this into the challenge. archives. Yes, that was the Hostess Challenge. And it is worth digging up in the archives. We had a lot of fun with that. Um, we're still suffering the after effects of Sugar Shock, but it was well worth it. And we do have some other stuff coming out. We have Why Should I Watch? <laughs> For the past three episodes, we Scott and I have both been saying that we need to start watching this damn series, wow. Suits. And we we're, we're, we're really good at uh, not watching this. Dude, yes. you haven't watched it either? Oh, God. I'm going oh. into <laughs> screaming. I, 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 I just... I, you know, we watched the trailer. Uh, I know I'm supposed mm -hmm. to be ending this episode, but I just got to say, <laughs> um, we watched the trailer during our, the first half of our first inaugural episode of Why Should I Watch, right? And we played the trailer and something switched off in my brain because before watching that trailer, I was like, okay, let me watch it. Let me, ever since I watched that trailer, man, because I had never watched it, anything. I knew nothing of this. I watched the trailer and I was like, no, no. <laughs> I was just like, no, I think I, I presented my it. case better than Dana and Joe did. That's why you're, oh, you're siding oh with boy. me already. Where's my counselor? <laughs> Your counselor is not here to help you today. Well, oh. Joe and Dana, I think, did very good jobs of, of, of pleading, you know, the case to watch this series. Oh. And and I, but then again, I like I said, we we played that trailer and we watched it and I was like. I don't know, man. I don't uh, know you I got no choice. It. You got to psych yourself into it. I, I agree with with Dana's wife, though, Kim. The yeah. second season, it's it's like a second or third. It'll get really interesting. Your first season might not be as interesting, but we'll we'll, uh -huh. we'll, we'll carry you through. Yeah. Okay. After we watch the first season, you're gonna tell us the second season is more interesting. <laughs> no, then, no, then, no, then we'll watch it. You'll be like, oh no, no, it's the third season. Then after the third season, like, no, no, it's the fourth season. You're gonna make us watch nine seasons. Well, you you well, you're gonna have to watch the yes. whole season the whole season yeah. anyway. So all of it. Nice. Something about the two main actors that is just oh yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, I agree with Scott though. Like I had never saw them anywhere else other than this show. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh uh so the exorcist. Um where <laughs> <laughs> we're going off in this day. Yes. Uh, well, listen, the audience known knows by now that we're uh we're big on tangents but we should be bringing this first half to a close um again thank you for joining us and you know come back for the second half of the episode to find out what is up with this film the exorcist does it still hold up we're gonna find out so say bye guys let's do this bye guys bye sit tight we'll be right back with how good was it 
Do you have memories about this week's film that you'd like to share with us? Hit us up at How Good Was It Pod for X, formerly known as Twitter, at HGWI Pod. Make sure to check out our YouTube channel where you'll find video promos for each and every episode. Welcome back, friends, to How Good Was It, where we review the movies of our past to see if they still hold up. And we are smack dab in the middle of Fright Night. Maybe a little bit past by the time you hear this. But uh, we are including this episode two episodes away from the end of Fright Month. And it has been a spectacular Fright Month. Revisiting all these classic horror movies. Uh, But before I go on, of course, as always, I must introduce my spooky friends. What is up, Scott? Oh, welcome back, June. And what is up, Joe AP? What's up, guys? So uh, you, the listener, might might not be able to view this. You'll you'll see it on our uh, YouTube promo for this vid. But we are well prepared for the second half to our Exorcist review. And uh, we broke out the the, the crazy lights. um, And Scott, in particular, is all dolled up in his Exorcist (laughs) vest. And he is... Quite the creepy priest right now. Again, if you want to see it and it is well worth your time to check us out on YouTube, because that is the only place you're going to be able to see what our ugly pusses look like. And uh, especially Scott with that priest outfit. Um, I got to give it kudos to you, Scott. You, no, you, this is not an outfit. I got to uh, ask, what did what did Mary say about this? I, she has not seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's she's probably like, what am I doing with this guy? It's <laughs> a good I, thing she doesn't watch or listen to the podcast. So uh, this is all this is all between us and our fan. Oh, what are you doing? Okay, Joey P is taking a snapshot. And <laughs> hey, I'm glad one of us is. I I, thought, I wish I would have thought to do the same. Mm-hmm. But uh, as I mentioned before, this is the second half to our Exorcist episode. And mind you, there is a new film, Exorcist Believer. Which, which I saw, <laughs> which I see? went to see on Tuesday. Yes. Oh, really? How yes. did that go, Scott? Uh, well, yeah, I guess it it went okay. Uh, so to fit in my busy schedule, I decided to see it at uh, twelve thirty in the afternoon. And uh, <laughs> on Tuesdays, I run, I run uh, uh three four miles, and then I swim for an hour. So I ran, I swam, and I went directly to the uh, movie theaters in my bathing suit still wet and sat and sat down and watched exorcist uh for uh for the another next two hours in, in the cold in the movie theater in a wet bathing suit so yeah florida <laughs> can, florida life is kind of what it is can, can i ask was it worth sitting in your uh wet swim trunks for two hours or? i think that's the only way to watch that movie is in a, in your swim trunks. <laughs> i think that's the way the director intended gotta keep yourself awake yeah yeah it, honestly <laughs> It's not as bad as people made it out to be. It got really, really bad reviews. I think it's like twenty something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It was fine. It wasn't was good. It, it was wasn't it involved horrible. some kind of voodoo, like uh, African voodoo? Uh, it's or... just like the other Exorcist movies. It's all the same thing. Instead, uh, it's two girls instead of one girl. It's a. I would say the first forty-five minutes are actually pretty good, and then the last half is 
Yeah. Same old thing. Mm. Uh, the Exorcist is one of those franchises, you know, they're always going to try to live up to the first one. And yes. and at this point, it's, mm. you know, it's pretty much impossible. So I, I take critical reviews, you know, and that's funny coming from me who's here reviewing movies, but <laughs> I take yeah, it with a grain of salt. Well, I mean, you know, it's 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 very high expectations with something like The Exorcist. Yes. It's always going to be compared to the first, you know. There are several franchises mm. that are that kind of have that in common. And so, you know, you you gotta go in with an open mind and you know be subjective about it. But in a wet open mind and a wet bathing suit. That's how you yes. have to do it. Yes, yes. <laughs> but we are here. For the first in the franchise, the original, the one and only The Exorcist. Now, um, as I mentioned to the guys earlier before we started the show, it's been a bit a very busy time for me um, in, at work because I do have a day job. But uh, I, I managed to watch this movie in basically 20 to 30 minute installments right throughout <laughs> the week, which is very interesting because I've been having like crazy ass dreams all week. And I know it's the fault of this movie. Um, but you know what? I, I think with that, we should just go right into it. Cause I think we're going to have a lot to unpack with this one, man. Sure. Let's get into the plot. What say you fiends? Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I guess. I think June, I think Joe was like me, Joe, you watched this like a week ago as well, right? Yeah. We, we saw, it was funny because I, I, I didn't watch it. I don't want to watch it by myself. So I, <laughs> big surprise. <laughs> so I watch it. I made my, uh, my girlfriend watch it with me. Right you before made her. I love that you use yeah. that terminology. I made her watch it. I said, you have to watch this. It's very interesting. Based on a true event. <laughs> yeah. And so wait a minute. You, did you watch it on your iPad? Like two of you? Yeah, are... we watched it on an iPad. I don't remember how good it was and the sec the, this time around. It's more mm -hmm. interesting this time around, I, I guess, because I was paying more attention to the movie. Yes. Right after that, we saw the next day, we went and saw part three. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. So yeah. you skipped two and you went right to three? Well, well, I, I, I've been listening to like people were giving a review how bad part two was. And, uh, you know, and then I listened to part one, a director comments. I was listening to it, not watching it. And yeah, there was a lot of negativity on part two. They didn't think it was good or whatever. So I said, well, I'll just skip and go right to part three. But it was yeah. very good. I didn't take Joe's good advice. And I watched part two as well. So part <laughs> two, I would say, is maybe the worst movie. One of the worst movies ever made. It, it wow. is horrible, but almost in a bad way. I recommend watching it, at least watching the last half an hour. The last half an hour is bonkers. It is insane. The, <laughs> the shit that they... We, we talk about movies being written on cocaine, things like... Uh, I don't know, like Beastmaster or stuff like that that we 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 reviewed before that we say are insane. Jaws 3D, this tops it. This this movie <laughs> is a coke fueled dream. It is wow. incredible. I I recommend to the viewers at home or, li or the listeners at home, do yourself a favor. Watch the last thirty minutes of the movie. You don't need to know anything before that. Just watch it. It is totally insane. Oh, wow. And it has a good cast in it too. James Earl Jones is in it. Um, really? Let's see who else is in it. Uh, Ned Beatty's in it. Um, wow. The same Ned actors. Beatty you know. was, Ned Beatty was in everything back then. Yeah, so. he was in everything. So. <laughs> uh, you know, Linda, Linda Blair's back. Uh, the what's his name? Richard Burton was the lead in the film. Richard Burton was uh, in the movie. Richard it's, Burton was in the yeah. Movie. 
it it is insane. Definitely watch the end of it. I do remember Ooh. watching the movie, but it was a very long time. Did yeah. part two come out in the 70s as well? It's 77, yeah. Oh. So Linda Blair was like 17 or 18 when that one came out. So part one came out in 73. Yes. And December 26, too. They put yes. this out like right at Christmas. Well, part one was uh, it was a lot of build up too, because when I was working at the, you know, I, I would listen to instead of watching on YouTube, I listened to people reviews the movie and the people were just by curious, I think, right? People were getting in line. Oh, it was um, a huge success. Yeah, they they didn't really show like the, the commercials were very big. They didn't show Reagan. They didn't show uh-huh. what she looked like. Uh, there was a lot of talk about the movie, a lot of anticipation. The, it came from a novel. The novel was mm-hmm. quite popular as well. And uh, yeah, it really shocked people. so much so that people were fainting or getting sick right. in, the, in the theater. Yeah. yeah. Now we're referring to the first one, right? The first, the first one. one. Yeah. Okay, just to, just to be clear, because I was like, we kind of, <laughs> I was like, I didn't yeah. notice the transition from talking about. Yeah. The no, the, the second one, people were super high in coke when they left the theater. It was totally different. <laughs> They were they were ODing is what they were doing. So like, part you know, one is about uh, like more like marijuana, and then part two is cocaine. He said, <laughs> "Yes, yes, yeah, I, I would say so." Yeah. So Joey P made an interesting comment before um, about how he found this film interesting, and mm. I, I I think I relate in that I have watched this movie before, and I had a pretty solid, well for me, it's solid memory of it, you know, recollection. Um, in watching it this time, um, I did find that I it gave me the opportunity to notice things that I hadn't noticed before on previous watchings. Mm-hmm. And the use of symbolism in this movie, first of all, the cinem- the cinematography was freaking amazing because it's like almost every scene, even the most subtle ones, were framed and designed to have you focus your eye on a certain thing and make you feel a certain way. And I think that's where this movie was so successful is that it made you feel at certain times claustrophobic, uh, like there's no hope. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And this is from the beginning, but let's get to the plot. This is, I mentioned the beginning and I guess I'll start it off because you guys watched the movie like a week ago. Yes, um, and I probably yes. have, which is sad because if I have the best recollection, then we're in trouble, probably. But, <laughs> I uh, have notes; it'll help. Oh, thank, thank God, thank God for you, Scott. Um, okay, let's go. I know it starts out with an archaeological dig in yeah. the Middle East somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to remember what country. It was in Iraq. Iran. It was Iran. Iran? I thought I, I, yeah, it was one of them. I think it was Iraq. I'll take it. I know it's the Middle East somewhere. And, I think, uh, well, you know, what? I think we may split the difference, Joe. I want to say it was filmed in Iran, but it was supposed to be Iraq. Mm. I think, well, or the other way I, around. I remember. The, uh, so this is something of not about the. It's about the movie, but not about the movie. So uh-huh. the director couldn't bring his camera crew to to yes. this uh, this place. So he had really? to train a British cameraman to to film. And he has to direct them how to film it because I guess American not, wasn't allowed to enter the country. Yeah. So it that was, was Iraq. Iraq, Iran. Iraq. It was Iraq. It was Iraq. Okay. But yeah, I did read the same thing. He had an all British crew because the U.S. was not allowed over there. Yeah. I do recall as a child that tensions were very heavy between the Middle East and Yeah, whatever and happened. United it used States. to be like that in the Middle East. It's not like that anymore. <laughs> it's always <laughs> well, been like that. Too. It's, well, yeah, but, but back then it was like, 
in the headlines every day. It yeah, was like a no, constant. Nothing's changed. <laughs> you know what? What's going on right now? It's insane there right now. Okay, I, I don't watch I was, the news anymore. I am so <laughs> re- refrain myself not talk to, not to talk about this 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 what's going on on the current event. It's okay. Yes, we're gonna move on from that because I ain't getting yes. into that because because yeah. then this yes. this is gonna turn into a. <laughs> a it, it'll be a shit fest. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, and then yes. and I I don't need those type of comments in our comment mm-hmm. section. Um so back yeah. in Iran, June. <laughs> <laughs> back in the Middle East. I'm just gonna stick to Middle East. Yeah, back some in the old East. man is digging in the dirt. Yes. And um you see a little boy who comes in uh alerts him that they found something that might be of interest to him, and he goes to check it out. Mm-hmm. And there's this little hole in one of the excavations right and he's like digging mm-hmm. through it this thing this little statue pops out right and it's the it looks to be it appears to be the top half to a statue of what we learn later is a demon what is it called what's the name Pazuzu. Of Pazuzu? Pazuzu. Yeah. Pazuzu. which is never mentioned in this movie but exorcist 2 they say his name a fucking 50 times they say it really? every every chance they get and no other movies, I don't think they even mentioned this. De- this I think I mentioned it once. I remember one time in this movie or in the third one. And I don't recall at all. I don't think they did. It. I don't think it's the first one. I think it's the third one, Joe. I I think okay. that's part of the trivia is that he was it was never mentioned in the. In is the that first right? One. Yeah. Okay. I was actually uh, looking for them to mention it because I yeah, didn't I know that the demon's name till I did a little research during mm. uh, my time watching it, and I was kind of looking out for them to yeah. mention. I don't remember them mentioning. Pazuzu no, they, but they mention it a lot in Exodus too. Yeah. Which is, an, I, I mean, I don't know what the appropriate name for a demon would be, but it doesn't sound Pazuzu. Pazuzu sounds like a dessert. It sounds like that dessert from uh, BJ's at Paizuki. You know, the, the, <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. So I yeah. was gonna say it sounds like an '80s new wave band. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yes. On Pazuzu on tour with Kaja Gugu. Yes. Yes. Perfect. So anyway, yes, he finds uh, this little statue, or at least part of a statue of uh, what we learn later to be the demon Pazuzu, which uh, mm-hmm. again, they don't... I guess. I don't know what this has name. to do with the Reagan part. And also, this part is so fucking boring. The first, like, the whole time <laughs> in the desert, nothing's really happening. He's just walking around, looking at statues. Yes. What, what is the point? What is the point of this? But, but yeah, I what will say... What sorry, were they trying to you. show, though? What were they trying to show? I, this is he's, my take. This, this he's is what a preacher, I think. right? He was this, a yeah. preacher. That's the old man, yes. right? That's he's the old man. That's, he's, the, that, he's the old man who yeah, performs. That's the, Max the von Sydow. Who, uh, oh. by the way, how old do you think that guy is? Forty-four. Oh, you did the research too. Yeah. Max von Sydow was forty-four years old when he did that movie. They made they aged him up to be the old priest. But they probably didn't have to because if it is one thing about <laughs> movies from the seventies, <laughs> everybody looked, looked over fifty. Everyone. Yeah. They they could be yeah. twenty five and they all looked over fifty. Do you know how old that priest was? The, the young priest. How old do you think he was? He didn't look too young to me. He's thirty two. He yeah yeah he's thirty two yeah he looked way older than that. He was thirty two at the time yeah. of filming. Yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, you could have fooled me, man. Yeah. But uh, you know if it was hard if, living. If it wasn't for his all black hair. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think the mom was older than them too. I think the mom was like 40 at the time of, of this movie. Which, by the way, she's in Exorcist uh, Believer. Her and spoiler alert for anyone does one of the ending of uh, of Exorcist Believer. Uh, Linda Blair makes a comeback in it as well. Oh yeah, so, so I've I've read that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so listen, that, half wow. check will travel, man. You yeah, Linda Blair is only in it for like 30 seconds, and the, the mom actually has. Somewhat she, of a major part. She's about to get paid the most, just like um, 
what's that movie we saw? Uh, Indiana Jones that uh, that brought that, uh, brought Harrison Ford back. No, the the wife, right? Oh, you're there. right. At the very end, and she got like a top billing, right? Um, yes, Karen Allen. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, while, while we're on the subject, uh, the the actress that plays um, Linda Blair's or Reagan's Ellen Burstyn. Mm-hmm. So she's yeah. in the new one, right? She's in Believe. She is. She so, she she plays a major role. From what I understand, she didn't want to do it at all. Oh, really? And they kept they kept throwing more money at her to the point where she said, "You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna do it." But she got an exorbitant amount, and it's oh, all going to some she's charity. She's she's all. Oh, old she doesn't even want the the money. No, she's she's giving it all to a, a certain charity of hers. So mm. kudos to her, man. That that's wow. smart. She she held so, out. And she was like, okay, you're gonna pay top dollar if you want me to come back for this. So the mom in the first movie, she's an actress, right? Yes, so that's what she does. She's shooting some fucking terrible movie. Uh, and that's I, I don't want know why anyone would want to see that. Such a '70s kind of film. Yes. And then in the second movie, she's the head, like a school for kids that are, I don't know, troubled, you know, like, you know, mentally handicapped and all these like different things. She's all of a sudden she's the head of that. She's no longer an actress. That's a hell of a career. Yeah. Change. And and the new one, she's an author. She She's become an author now. And she writes about, you know, her experience. And yeah, she's uh, she's had a hell of a career. That well, lady. Well, well, let's face it, man. I mean, having your daughter throw you across the room and sh- shove your face in her bloody crotch. I, I guess that'll do it to you. Lick me! Lick me! <laughs> oh, Reagan says the best oh, stuff uh, in this movie. Listen, <laughs> I have a cousin. I, 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 shout out to BB. I think I mentioned my cousin BB in the first episode because anytime I hear or think about this movie, I instantly in my mind refer to him because he remembers every scene, every line that Linda Blair wow. had in this movie, he remembers and he does it to the T. So I was mm. giggling my ass off throughout this whole movie. My yeah. Annalisa, my wife, knows him well, and she's heard him say lines from the movie repeatedly. So we were both laughing our ass off and we would just face each other and be like, BB, right? Yeah. Oh, so shout God. out to BB, my cousin. I hope he's listening. Um, so I guess I'll do it now. So part of the controversy with this film, for I don't know if you guys know this. Linda Blair was nominated for Best Supporting Actress for this she role. She should have been. She, she, and she, she, did a, been. she did a pretty good job. Um, and The Priest was nominated for Best Actor. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Um, but Linda Blair, the controversy was her voice is a demon. It's not Linda Blair. It's a different actress who, well, I would think who went to extremes to get her voice like that. But she wasn't credited um, for the role. And after Linda Blair was nominated, it came out that it wasn't her voice as the demon, and it really hurt her. Basically, sunk her whole. I, yeah, I heard about her. that. Where she she has to like smoke a lot of cigarette, yeah, drink a lot of raw eggs, you yeah, know, just to make that. That voice. was the lady's process, and she uh, she was a recovering she was a recovering alcoholic and hadn't had drink in year. Would drink whiskey before she did her lines, just so that she could really get that her voice like that. Oh wow! I thought. If I remember correctly, the director actually flew Baker to do the voice. She was yeah. one of his um, a coach, a voice coach or something, mm-hmm. where, um, you know, he he asked. She was doing another movie at that time, so that he waited for her to to come back and did come here and to do uh, that, that voice. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. That was pretty interesting, yeah. They yeah and she would kind of... actually tie herself up. She would actually restrain herself so that mm-hmm. when she's like, doing the voice and moving around it sounded like 
the same thing, Reagan being restrained. So she actually tied herself up to do it too. Okay, let's go on. Because <laughs> I have a question to ask. But yeah, um, as Joe said, let's let's keep moving on. So we're, uh, we we don't need to touch on the desert anymore. He yeah, eventually no. he sees a big statue of the demon. I still don't understand why why the demon gets from the desert to the little girl. But I mean, I don't know. So um, it wasn't Scott. Okay. Actually, the demon actually wasn't that that demon was has nothing to do with the exorcist. It's just the old man is hanging out in the desert. Uh, the old man <laughs> came. Uh, so that's what the directors was saying, that um, it, it wasn't the same demon that, that was in her, in mm-hmm. um, uh, Linda. Uh, but, but okay, back to the... the no, no, the, please, what, keep, what, keep going what, on. I, 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 need, I need elaboration on this because it was yeah. obvious that the priest recognized so the, that as some kind of symbol of of a demon yeah right so, so so even if it wasn't the same demon he it definitely had an effect on him i was gonna say uh-huh. those scenes and and i know scott wants to get away from this uh middle east scene already. <laughs> we seem to be trapped in it but i gotta say one of the references that i made before when we started this half of the podcast or this episode, I should say, is that the cinematography, I love this. I noticed very subtle things. And those mm-hmm. scenes after he found that little statue in the desert, the wind, it, 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 it yes. All these little subtle things, yeah. the wind, um, he, there's a scene, he walked by the, all these guys praying on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in particular, when he faces the statue before they cut to, you know, to mm-hmm. the States and it's at dusk or the sun setting, and it's a very powerful scene to me, at least it was because the way it was framed, it was like mm-hmm. it was like this is what's going to happen. It's going to be this man against the evil, you know. Right. And they did that so well, and and accompanied by the two dogs in the background fighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So these little subtle things, I, I again, as I watch when I watched this as a kid, of course these things fly right over my head, and and right. I remember all the horror and all the puking and all the nasty shit. But so now I think I got that's, a chance that's, to explore that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Joe. I think that's what they are, they were trying to show that he's he's the man that will face the evil. He's you know, an expert on this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he he recognized you know symbolism as well. You know the, when he look at things, he see things. So he's well aware of what's going on. Uh, you know just what's surrounding. I think that's um, kind of introduction of him. Like he's the man to. Yeah. If anybody could do it, he would he would be the one that that you know able to do the exorcist yes yeah, he is past. he is the luke skywalker of this exorcist movie yes <laughs> yeah i think he's the obi-wan for... kenobi he doesn't quite get it done on, on, on his side <laughs> well you know what that, that is true um as per the outcome but yeah okay let's move on let's get out of the desert finally and uh from there we go back to the states mm-hmm. and is this where we are introduced to reagan's mom is this where she's filming the movie and yes. the movie oh, that she's filming, movie. it looked mm-hmm. so horrible. It was like a, a protest at some university or something, uh-huh. which, of course, at the time, you know, there was a lot of protests. Vietnam War, on. yeah. Yeah, so I, I get, but but it, it, it was like, this this movie didn't give her any yes. credence as an actress. Some actor, 70s artsy movie uh, that yeah. nobody was going to see. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, and, 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 and am I wrong in saying that, that she seemed a little... Uh, she seemed kind of uh, arrogant. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, she basically she she has helpers, which one what the cop refers to as her servants. 
Yes. <laughs> and, she treat, and she treated them she as does treat like servants. Yeah. I guess back then it's it's okay for white people to treat other yeah, we had servants when I was a kid. Well, it's, it's always it's okay. It's always yeah. okay for that. So that's <laughs> never changed. But but you know, okay. Well, we're referencing. There's a scene later at the end of the movie after everything goes down, and this made me. I, this was the be- one of the best parts of the movie because I, I was on the floor laughing. I was in tears after everything goes down. Of course, her servants throughout the movie, they're watching all this stuff unfold. Mm-hmm. They're seeing how, how this little girl's possessed. And she's well, doing all this. They're nasty sticking shit. around. They're, they're hanging yes. out. They stick around, and at the end, I, I know I'm skipping a little, but there's a scene where uh, the the family or the mom and Reagan are moving on, and the mom turns to her servant or her assistant or whatever you want to call her and says, are you sure you won't come with us? And, and the look <laughs> on her face was like, bitch, bitch, are you crazy? After all the shit I saw, you think I'm going to follow you? Like, no, you better get your ass out of here. Anyway, let's you're talking Wait, about the young the young one right the young the girl. young one yeah yes. yeah by no, the no, way the, she's the, she's back in the exorcist too the young one is her assistant again the exorcist too oh <laughs> she does not learn her lesson this young one. yes so yes. in that in that scene there's a the director named bert uh, yeah is it bert or burke or something burke? To that effect. is it burke right yes the most uh, arrogant yes he's, you know, he's a jew and one of the oh, wow, the way you said that, Joe, is uh, well, we just, edit, we just edit lost half the audience. Edit no, no, here. well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get to the the storyline where. Uh-huh. So her her butler, the the mom's butler, he's German. So yes. the whole time, Bert oh, was giving her him a hard time. Yeah. Yes. You remember that, that scene was where he, so messed up? Yeah. So so uh, what Joe AP is referring to, audience, is uh, there's a scene where Reagan's mother is throwing some kind of dinner party at her right. place and she has all this get all these guests including the director of the movie and is it was her servant right it was mm-hmm. her, yeah yeah and and he's drunk as hell the director and he keeps ribbing the poor servant about being a nazi german mm-hmm. yes and until the servant has had enough and and leaps towards him and and yes. is about to strangle him yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's a slightly Yes, <laughs> but, and the Germans uh, have never done anything wrong. We should really, yeah, they shouldn't be. Oh, they shouldn't tease the Germans. Oh my God, this is going to turn into such a political. <laughs> we're, we're covering. Wait, we do have a German listener that Joe and I know, and he's probably listening to it now. And <laughs> is is it the same as our one? Uh, uh, the, the guy from, from Berlin from Europe. Yes, yeah. he, he's going to be uh, eventually. <laughs> will be a guest on the show, and he can uh, he can yell at me then. Whoever you are in Berlin listening to us, one of our subscribers, thank you. Please spread mm-hmm. the word over there while you're at it. Anyway, back to The Exorcist. Where are we now? Um, should we just go on from the dinner party or have we reached that well, point? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it does. We, we probably beat the young priest before before the dinner yes, party, yes, I, I think. You are right. correct. Yeah. yeah, which he lives in the shittiest neighborhood. I mean, I feel so bad for this priest. He lives in a horrible neighborhood. His apartment's a little hole in the wall. I mean, the I think he was probably happy with what happens to him at the end of the film. It probably and he, made was his, he living with his, his life mom? Better. Well, well he would visit his mom. He wasn't living with okay. her, but he, he so would visit I, his mom. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was going to say, because so what I noticed, because I mean, this takes time. This uh, movie takes place. Is it in Boston? Uh, it's in, in no, it's DC. In DC. Yeah. DC. So, yeah. so he's at the the filming of, of Reagan's mom's movie. Yeah, he's watching. The background yeah. And he's watching. He's all happy. It, he's enjoying and, it. And then the next scene is him 
um in the in the subway station in New York and he's going Ooh. to visit his mom and I'm like wow this guy has a hell of a commute to work man like, <laughs> no I think he, he lives I think he lives in Georgetown and doesn't get to see his mom often that's why when he gets there and sees the state he's she's in he's pissed out I think it's his uncle or something that's that's there that's not mm -hmm. really was looking after yeah looking after her, yeah. yeah I was yeah. gonna say that uh later on the demon does its best to make this young priest feel guilty about his mom yes. yeah and yeah. saying that he wasn't there for and i was gonna agree with the demon but yeah. he did try to convince his mom he to tried occasionally you know when, when he's not watching shitty movies uh, uh in the background <laughs> you know he uh he, he's occasional he's not smoking or drinking uh, all those no. this movie all the priests are always smoking and drinking, drinking. Yeah. i was gonna say these are some partying priests yo I think one yes. of my favorite scenes in the movie um, later on when they, they bring Linda Blair to the, to the hospital, the doctors check her out. The doctor walks out of the room from checking her a out. Cigarette. Lights up a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Right away. In the hospital. Right there in the hospital, man. <laughs> you know what? The, the good old days when you could just go butt anywhere, man. I was like, so where is the ashtray? Do they just flick it anywhere they want yeah, to? No, it, it, it was hand. the 70s. <laughs> the, the, like world, the, the world was your asterisk yes yes I, I like how the doctors yeah like it was it was funny because everybody smoke and drink anywhere and everywhere oh yeah. yeah later well, on well, they have the the priests all meet at like some big table like when he was asked about the exorcism there was ashtrays all on the table yes. there was like three ashtrays <laughs> on this long ass table it was like each person at the table had their yeah. own private ashtray and oh, i wouldn't have been surprised to see like a drink cart in the back like <laughs> yeah, a fully sure. stocked bar they were smoking and drinking Those that, they, they drink up troy whiskey was it whiskey yeah i looked at the always drinking whiskey it yeah. was hard I, stuff it was definitely I, hard stuff. There was a scene uh, back referencing the dinner party at a at a Reagan's house, right? Reagan's mom's house, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, one of the priests was there. There was another priest there. He mm -hmm. was living it up, man, drinking his ass off, playing the piano, singing mm -hmm. show tunes yeah. with the crowd, and and I was like, wow, man, seventies, man, people. Got we need to go, go back to the seventies. Priests were swingers back then. They sure were, but uh, where the hell are we in this movie? I think, um, probably the dinner party. <laughs> no, we'll take well, it from the dinner party. We've been referencing it before for the past then. 10 before then, it was um, the, she's starting to develop some kind of process, right? Um, uh, Rogue Reagan. She's acting a little weird, but I don't I think weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think the dinner party is when it kind of kicks off because that's when she pees right. on the floor, mm -hmm. and yeah, she's uh, she was a little moody before that. Mm -hmm. it, but it doesn't she like tell her mom that her mom finds like a Ouija board and that mm -hmm. uh that oh, she said she was playing with thank that you that Reagan said she was playing with but I is that how uh, Pazuzu got in her life I mean they really well, don't explain all out of nowhere she just you know starts changing am I am I incorrect in saying this that scene where uh it was at their house and uh Linda Blair showing her mom this Ouija board and mm -hmm. it moves. And didn't it move? Oh, yes. It? Oh, I it saw it. It moved. And I was like, Annalise, yes. my wife and I were like, didn't she see that? It happened <laughs> right in front mm -hmm. of her. She just shrugged it off like, hey, you know, like it's just a Ouija board. I saw, I it, saw it too. It was it was subtle, but it moves. Like... Yes, it was really quick. Mm -hmm. It was a really quick scene, but but not so quick that, I mean, if you're right in front of that sucker, you'd see it. And yeah, she, she was just like, yeah, whatever. Did you guys ever mess with Ouija boards as kids? Did you ever go through that phase? I think X has uh, got me into Ouija board for a little while. No. Yeah, I did, I did too. I yeah? Yeah. 
but okay. it was not fun. I, I so did, did, did people mess with you, Joe? Did people, like, I would be the person that would do it. And I'd always try to mess with my sister or my stepsister and move it. Like, no, I'm not moving it. It's moving my hands to the yes and the no. So <laughs> in Thailand, it's a bit different. It's not a, it's similar to VG board, but we use a, a glass. With so eyeballs in it. Yeah, I've got eyeballs. So instead of having the, an arrow pointing to things, oh, you have a, a, a glass bowl. Uh -huh. and you could just touch it and then it moves. Was it like a was it like a uh, American letters or was it like Thai symbols? A Thai letters, of course. Really? Oh, yes. What a ripoff. I, yeah, I think I it's not Ouija board, Scott. It's more. It's more in the same. Hasbro needs to uh, to sue somebody in Thailand. I need to, <laughs> to get on that. Well, you know, I got you guys both beat. I, I grew up. My mom worked in. Okay, I'm. I'm. Uh, my heritage is. I'm Dominican by by heritage, right? Um, but I was born here. But my parents immigrated here in the '60s, and this is leading somewhere. Okay, so bear with me. Um, so my mom, my uncle, actually owned what's called. Oh. Cars honking in the background. I'm sorry. I heard that. Um, my uncle owned what is known to be, and you Latinos out there will know what I'm talking about. Um, what's called a botanica, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll pronounce it in 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 uh in Please. white man's English. <laughs> botanica. Botanica. Spelled okay, phonetically. Yes. 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 And I'm sure you've seen them. There's actually one in St. Petersburg. Really? Yeah. Yes. Um. And uh, anyway, my mom worked at my uncle's botanical. What the hell is a botanica? Hold so on, is it like I'm a gonna, garden I'm, or something? I'm gonna explain it. I'm getting there, sir. <laughs> you, 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 you holy people sure are impatient. Um, anyway, sorry, my son. Sorry. Come on, preacher. <laughs> okay, so a botanica is a place where you buy spiritual objects and paraphernalia, specifically dealing with santeria. And I, you mm -hmm. notice I say it's Santeria. It's, it's Santeria for you Latinos. But I have to, you know, I have to appeal to my American audience. Santeria. Which, I don't practice uh, Santeria. Uh, well, I ain't got no crystal ball. Well, I, yes, we all know the song. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, hope, I hope we don't have to pay anybody out because <laughs> um, yeah. we cannot afford to use that uh, song. Um, the please don't recite any more lyrics. We've got to get sued. Anyway, um, so yeah, so my mom worked in this place. So I, of course, all the kids at school because um, it's where witches or people who practice santeria, brujas, witches, uh, would go buy their you know their gear, the tools that they would use to practice uh -huh. witchcraft. So you know you'd go in there and they'd be like snakes in a jar, like in a fluid and and baby fetuses of animals and crazy uh -huh. shit like that um and so you know of course all the kids at school were were automatically afraid of me you know i i never got bullied at school voodoo shit because you, you got the voodoo shit yes it was like june's mom's gonna turn you into a frog or something worse <laughs> so but anyway i thought that was an interesting aside nice. for this exorcist episode so Let's scott botanica was the same store we went in new orleans the, yes the, yeah the, no i i went to we that i i'm i'm down with that but i didn't know there was one it actually thing. calls botanica it wasn't really called yeah, yes oh and i bought stuff from it too wow yes. oh, what'd well. you get I Just got it like your protection stuff. Yeah, like little things like, you know, you keep in your pocket to, mm -hmm. to ward off something, give you good luck. This yeah. explains yeah. Scott's behavior lately, especially in this <laughs> Halloween month, uh, uh, because uh, he's uh. just been living it up. Right now, he's dressed as a priest, y'all. You know, <laughs> you may not be able to see, but he's dressed as a priest. And I'm like, 
That's pretty ballsy. Last week he mm-hmm. had a hook. He had a machete waving it in our faces. Yeah. It, it's, he's been pretty daring. This he's, this is, he's this investing is into this. I have yeah. gone full Halloween this month. I so since we started this month, we did Friday the Thirteenth earlier. Yes, I've I am up to part seven. I'm just finished part seven of, of the fr- <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth uh, out of twelve. So my goal mm-hmm. is to finish all twelve by the end of the month. So holy man, yes. well, I've watched well a lot way, of horror man. movies this month. Too. So you should also watch another one too, Sky Vampire mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I, I have Jesus seen that, of course. Christ. I've seen that. Oh. Is it Eddie Murphy? Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> don't remind us. I don't know, and we'll probably end up reviewing that movie at some yes. point, knowing us. But uh, but let's so get Pazuzu. back to Pazuzu. Uh, <laughs> back to Pazuzu. Uh, so we're at this party and it's the first indication that there's something wrong with this little girl yeah right because she comes out in the middle of the party they're at the piano singing show tunes the priest is getting drunk out of his mind with everyone else i got his hand on some lady's butt yes (laughs) probably and uh she comes and what does she say before she pees on the on the carpet on the floor you're gonna die up there yeah, is that what she says? Oh, yes. wow. yeah. So the guy was an astronaut, the one of the oh, guests you're was an right. astronaut. Yeah, right. And she minute, came and astronaut. What are you talking about? Yeah, so no, Joe's right. One, one, one of the guys guests of the party was an astronaut, and she's the one she tells him, You're gonna die up there. Oh, does he? I guess he does. Yes. Well, that I don't man know. was a was the shuttle commander of the challenger. Oh, um, ouch. I, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, you know, we were one step away from going to hell. Now we're fully on the road. <laughs> that that, that gentleman was Gus Grissom. Now, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Joe. Oh, uh, so yeah, he's when she said that to the to the the guy that he, you're gonna die up there, and then she just you know peeing. By yeah. the way, there was a big controversy about borderline child abuse and a uh, child. Borderline. Um, I think it's complete child abuse. This girl was 13 years old when she made, made this movie. They, they, they the so shit they made her say, and the yes, they made her do. Oh my god! Uh-huh. They, they, well, they, not, they fucked it up, fucked up Linda Blair for well, sure. Well, not to mention there was the one scene, wasn't it? And and Scott probably was was going to tell us this anyway. I'm sure. The lines, all the fucked up scenes. Scott's got to say, of course. Like a, but ahead. but wasn't there was one of the scenes where where the bed was shaking violently later on mm-hmm. as she's on yes. the bed and and she the, well the, the scene where she's slipping back up and forth yes. from the bed mm-hmm. and and from what I understand didn't that cause like some kind of she fractured damage one of her, her her um she fractured one of her um, spine yeah Jeez. something like that I know but, the mom got injured similar oh, during that oh. scene too when she got like yanked across the room she broke yeah. her coccyx. Yeah, and let me tell you something. That scene, man, because even as a kid, I was like, "Wow, she landed pretty damn hard." That's a great Mm -hmm. practical effect. She she effed herself up, man, for life after that one. So So, when we get to the cross scene, I I got a little story to tell you. (laughs) Oh boy! (laughs) Oh geez! Let's get to the cross scene, man. Audience, you've been uh, warned. So yeah, basically, yeah, they know something's up with Reagan. They they bring her to the hospital, right? She goes to. She goes to the doctor and they they inject her. She's like saying all kind of crazy shit when they're when they're wheeling her in and they they knock her out, right? They they sedate mm. her. And yeah. then they then they try to figure out what the hell's going on with her, right? You know, doctors, uh psychiatrists, a bunch of people take a look at her. Well, they 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 check her brain and scan the MRI, whatever you know they did. Shit, that that was the, the scariest part of the movie. That fucking the, machinery 
Oh my god! Oh, that was the most horrifying part of the movie. God damn! The torture man. that this. I, I remember the, all those old seventies and eighties equipment. Those are the torture machine. Hell yeah, they were. And, and hospitals looked mad ghetto back then. Yeah, they like like they, they all looked like lunatic asylum. It was all the cigarette smoke making it hazy in there. That's why it looked that didn't help. <laughs> you know, I just thought, and this is a, as an aside. So we 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 made a reference to uh, this is where uh Reagan starts uh start saying a lot of foul shit right <laughs> yes and 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 one of the things about doing this podcast is as a when i edit it i look as you've probably noticed if you're a regular listener there are, there are sound bites in between i put in uh you know Ooh. scenes from the movies in between in reference to what we're talking to i'm like this is going to be a smorgasbord of material <laughs> And oh sound bites God. to put in this episode. I'm gonna have a hard time choosing. Usually, it's the other way around. I really have to search for certain things and certain scenes. Th- this this episode is gonna be like the opposite. It's it's gonna be like <laughs> I, I I'm gonna have to edit the shit out of myself because because I could just put in half the movie. Yeah, I mean, she says so much crazy. Well, she, yeah, she shit. calls the doctor a fucking bastard. Yeah, when, when she when he gives her a shot. And it's hilarious, yo. It is funny. She says some funny shit in this movie. It's funny now, of course, but at the oh, time it was very I, scandalous. I laughed my ass off. When she's like jumping hilarious. up and down on the bed and yelling, oh. asking her mug. So I'm just like laughing at home. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, too uh, much. Uh, too much. I'm looking <laughs> forward Joe's to Joe's like, what the hell? <laughs> These two damn sinners. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, she she's taken to the hospital. She's, she's run through this torturous amount of testing the doctors cannot find anything wrong with her yeah physically mm-hmm. and uh they inform the mom that maybe there's there's most likely something wrong with her psychologically um and from there where do we go guys do you remember the scene where they draw the, her blood yeah so oh that, that looked like they really did it. it looked like they really stuck a needle in Linda Blair's so neck the doctor mm-hmm. that actually did play that role it was the real doctor and mm. th- again, the director just picked him up from the hospital. Oh no, yeah, he's a technician. I know the story you're yeah. telling, but yeah, 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 I know the story you're telling. He's a um, he was a real doctor, a, a real medical technician. A re- yeah. yeah, real oh. medical technician. Oh. Um, and that he draw he draw the well, the bloods are real, but the but he knows how because I guess they want to make it look uh, convincing, so they actually have him do it. But um, yeah, that was the pretty pretty. Well, oh, wait a minute. You're not like, telling the story I thought you were going to tell. So that guy oh. in that scene is actually murdered Oh, he's a, he's, he's a serial killer. Yes. So he killed, a, he killed a movie critic and got sentenced to 20 years in prison, admitted mm-hmm. that while he was in prison that he killed a bunch of gay prostitutes mm-hmm. and buried their bodies. For real? Yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. But they never could prove it, even though he said it. And they released him in 2003. I think he's been out of jail for quite a while now. So he he, he was doing the righteous, I guess. He's he's killing all these wrongdoing people. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> sort of. But we, he, we are going to get so banned. I know. Like, oh, like That's we, what he's 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 claim. Yes. 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 But okay. yeah, he probably he probably listens to the podcast too. I think he's probably a fan. Okay, I'll take it. So he's a free man now? <laughs> he's free, yeah. He is out. Oh, wow. They need to make a movie on this guy. June, June Pyre lives by you somewhere. In the, I think he lives in the New York area. I so, do yeah. have some <laughs> neighbors, actually, now that we mentioned Do you, Do they but, require to come to your house and, like, 
tell them tell then his neighbors that who he is and what does in new york you know? probably not uh, now <laughs> by most of them are already listen if you find an apartment you can afford here you don't give a shit who lives next to you it, <laughs> it could be whatever it could be pazuzu himself okay and you're like hey man what keep I'm it down for... next door pazuzu i'm trying to sleep yes pazuzu can i borrow some salt you know, like, please. <laughs> anyway, where are we with this damn movie? Um, so yeah, oh, after I... she she gets put through the through the torturous amount of testing, and the doctors really can't do shit for her. And where are we mm. from there? Well, they they send her home, yeah. and the doctors do visit there at home. And at one point, <laughs> um, let's see, uh, yeah, this is where the jumping up and down in the bed. Yeah. This is the whole bed going crazy. The demon says, "The sow is mine," and starts yes. yelling, "Fuck me, fuck me, fuck me." That's a <laughs> classic line. Yeah, yeah. Keep away. The sow is mine. Fuck me. Fuck me. Is that a cross? Yes, yes. That's a cross scene. That scene, she wasn't even know that she was going to do that scene until the... the, Well, I wouldn't think so. Until she's like, get on on the bed and, you know, like... um, So... (laughs) And like what, Joe? Please. Yeah, no, but please explain, Joe. So what what happened in the scene? She wasn't even aware that, that that would be that scene. To, she shouldn't because she's 13. I, she's I'm going to assume that her script was two pages long. <laughs> and one of the pages was just had the title, The Exorcist. Okay, because <laughs> they couldn't have possibly given her a full script and, and her no, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. imagine giving this young girl's parents, I this is know. what you're- It was the 70s. No. I, I think they were like, yeah, it's cool. Well, then again, yeah, that's true. Even the director's like, well, she she doesn't know what you know, exactly is going on. You know, it was just- Okay, we have we just tell her you, you need to do this and then cut. Uh, yeah, I still that what they did to this lady, you know, she uh I think it's got uh, there's gotta be a Linda Blair documentary or book out there. I'm sure this fucked her up for life, this movie. Oh, I, I don't see how it couldn't. I mean, she was how old was she at the time? Thirteen. She was thirteen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, in her career, she you know, she went on, she did Exorcist too, and then really after that, she did all these B level yes. nudie movies. She had totally I don't I don't know what happened. I mean, she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress and she she never did that transition into uh, adult normal actor. You know, I, I who knows? Who knows what happened with her? I mean, it's never it's never gonna leave you. Like, like it's yeah. never gonna, people are never gonna forget it and it's gonna follow you whatever path you choose. Yes. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I wasn't thinking about when she was in caged heat when I saw that, but I mean, whatever, you know, I mean, <laughs> if you, if you were thinking about it, that's a, we, we were thinking about two different things when I watched caged heat. Excuse me while I, what is this movie? Scott? Do I, you I don't, don't remember caged heat? Oh, it's a, it's a, one of those, one of the original Skinamax movies. And she was a, the star of it, which it was like a woman's prison. She was in a woman's prison. Oh, it's well, exactly the, the way you think it would be. So, yeah. And therefore Ooh. I must watch. Was there a but, cross in, of involved? In <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure. I, I don't quite remember enough, mm. enough uh, religious artifacts okay. in her life. Yeah, let's get. <laughs> so back where to are we at? Things. So now, her, I think this is when her face start to like 
heavy yeah, scars. Some lesions on yeah. there. We're starting yeah. to we're starting to see the effects of uh this possession. Cuts. Yeah, they bring and... a psychiatrist in, right, to hypnotize her mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> hypnotize oh. her and the demon, and then she grabs the guy's dick. This part was gold, pure gold. I had totally forgotten about this scene at the Yeah, I didn't remember it either. And he hypnotizes her, puts her under, and he starts asking her questions: who's in there, whatever. Mm-hmm. And 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 if you notice, okay, this part of the symbolism. Uh, there was a lot of symbolism in this movie, a lot of subtle mm-hmm. symbolism. So if you notice, while she's being hypnotized and she's in the psychiatrist chair, her right hand is up, mm-hmm. and that's the exact position that the statue was in uh, at the beginning. Uh, uh, see, uh, Scott's not the only one. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. has interesting facts. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, so so after this hilarious scene with the psychiatrist where she literally grabs him by the nuts and they have to <laughs> they have to peel her off him, literally. And uh yeah, go Pazuzu, man. You're a funny ass demon, yo. Um <laughs> but uh where do we go from there? Well, I do remember there's a scene where like um the priest and the cop are talking, and then he says something to the effect of uh to to go go look for the Dominicans. Uh, June, what the hell are they talking about? Why would they be looking for Dominicans? Listen, right. June, everybody, June's, everybody, June's everybody, yes, everybody <laughs> within a ter- ten block radius just automatically like looked at me during that scene. <laughs> you know, it's like what? What? Could you tell us what? I have no idea what okay. that meant. Listen, whatever. I'll take the credit. Whenever a Dominican gets credit for something, I'll take it. So let's go. Uh, and there was a scene when um, the doctor came home. I came to the house and um, they heard the, her screaming and yelling and then ran upstairs and that's when yeah. her body was just, yeah. cut, you know, up yes. and down and, and yeah. the bed was like shaking and she was, you know, everywhere. And then that, yeah, didn't that, the doctors try to say like some muscle yeah. spasm or some, some They were comparing to, yeah, to her, like, um, you know, compared yeah. to. Poor, poor mom, you know, she, you know, and, and that's one of the things I look, she did a great job in this role. The, the woman who played her mom, because you see her just throughout this movie more and more. She's falling apart. She's, mm-hmm. she's just looking more ra- ragged, acting more to the point where she's like, and she's just telling off doctors left and right. Like, 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 mm-hmm. like my daughter's going through all this shit. And all you could tell me is she has to go, get, go see the, like, it's great. She, kudos to the actress, man. She did a great job in, in portraying this woman's like, ordeal <laughs> for lack of a better term what was going on in there how could she fly off the bed like that pathological states can induce abnormal strength accelerated motor performance for example say a 90 pound woman sees her child pinned under the wheel of a truck runs out lifts the wheels a half a foot up off the ground you've heard the story same thing here same principle, I mean. So what's wrong with her? We still think the temporal lobe. Oh, what are you talking about, for Christ's sakes? Did you see her or not? She's acting like she's fucking out of her mind, psychotic, like a what you, a split personality. Or yeah, I just think it's just progressing more and more. She's becoming more demon-like. You know, no one's figuring it out. I think someone recommends uh, that she talks to a priest. I don't remember who it was. Was it the servants? Maybe it was the servants. No, no, it was actually no, no, it was the, the priest. Doctor. 
It was, it was a doctor. Doctor room. Yes, they were at the meeting at the table you referenced earlier. Oh, with with all the doctors or whatever, where they're all smoking and probably getting high and drunk. And uh, the mom's at her wit's end, man. She she just does not know what to do. And this one doctor was just like, "Well, shit, I gotta say something. We gotta tell her something." And he's like, "Have you ever thought of exorcism?" To his credit, though, he was still the doctor, right? So he didn't want to sound like a lunatic. So, so he was like, well, you know, it's the power of suggestion, so to speak. And he explains to her that, you know, if someone believes they're possessed and they go through an exorcism, there's a possibility that they'll believe that they've exorcised the demon, that it's more yes. of a psychological thing. It wasn't like he was saying, like, you know, your daughter's mm -hmm. a, a freaking demon. But I think uh, we, we skipped a, a scene when uh, Bert got thrown out the window, but we didn't see that. Oh, that yeah. But we didn't yeah. see him die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw when the... he exited mad drunk. He was drunk as out of his mind and he left a dinner party or whatever yeah. part, kind of party it was. And then the next day or whatever. Well, no, it wasn't that. So she was um the mom had left the, the servant, the her assistant lady, to babysit Reagan. Oh, yeah. And and then um the, she said she had to go to the store for something. She had to go get medicine for Reagan. And mm -hmm. she's like, "Well, you left Reagan alone." She's like, "No, the the director guy, he's he, he was here." She's like, mm -hmm. "Where is he?" He's like, "I don't I don't know. He was he was here when I left. I was only be gone for a few minutes. I had to get the the medicine." And mm -hmm. then they go upstairs. The bedroom, the windows open in the bedroom, and that's all they know. And yeah, that he had been thrown out. Well, somebody slipped like across right under her pillow. Could it be Bert? That did that? I know. I think he, it was the German servant. I think it was the German servant. She, well, she accuses them and he denies it, but I kind of think it probably was him. They never actually get to the bottom of it because that's when uh, somebody comes to inform her that, that uh, the director yeah. has died. I didn't put two and two together as, as per that scene. I missed, the, I missed that part yeah, that. where the servant's telling her that she had left yeah, uh, yeah. Reagan with Burke and that so that explains a lot because I was like I don't remember him coming into the house and yeah I think it's the, the, the German serv server servant throwing <laughs> he threw him out yeah. and blamed yeah. up Pazuzu hey uh, Pazuzu let me help you out with this let me take out this trash that sounds more truthful so then then that's when the detective show up yes uh, the ass kissing detective I mean, old ass because, everybody well, in this movie is so fucking old other than reagan yes. everyone else is like senior citizens all the cops are super old all the priests are old i it's i guess like you said everyone in the 70s looked old but man they looked extra old in this movie everyone was quite weathered in this movie yes. everyone looks haggard everyone looks stressed uh there are no happy people in this movie the, wasn't the priest was about to give up his belief or like losing his faith? Who the um, young young priest? Yeah, well, the young priest. Yeah, yeah. Who was for some reason an ex boxer? He's an ex boxer oh, yeah. who became a right. priest. Okay, sure. Well, that's again. I guess this this movie is all about uh, these. Heavy Do you remember the scene twists? when when he was running in the in the um, football field? Yes, and that's when the detective approached. Yes, him. yes. So that's when he discovered he learned about. Um, uh, uh, Rogan or Reagan? Reagan, yeah, yeah, Joe Rogan. That's what they learned about. They, he, he was Rogan. telling him, he's like, "Hey, priest, this is a podcast. I want you to listen to." Is, it? <laughs> is that when? Because uh, I think she asked the mom asked the detective about like, was there someone that uh, she can talk to regarding ah, to the? the I don't knows. think so. What, what happened is that there was this, uh, a short scene in the beginning where the mom is walking and she's walking she eyed by, him. She she's walking by the church. And mm -hmm. she sees that young priest talking to another priest. 
Mm-hmm. And it's a very quick scene. So I guess that's how she remembered him. Again, so then she she so she read the part at bench, and that's when she she met this young priest and they have what? a conversation. Well, and then she uh, asked him to come and see her daughter. Yes. Well, she went to see him. She went she did okay. Him. She okay. set up a meeting with him. Yeah. It wasn't okay. like she just ran into him. She went to him. I love the way she just popped out the idea of an exorcism to him. <laughs> She just threw it out the blue, like like yeah. Like, and the young like, priest is oh, not like way. into it, right? He uh no, he he needs some convincing, yeah. Oh yeah, he was on some bitch you crazy exorcism. Uh-huh. We haven't done that since like the 16th century. Well, <laughs> you he know, he like... he went and, and see her, right? And he he saw what happened to her, and but he yeah. can't really pronounce that you know say that she's been exorcist because well, he was using the fake holy water and the the first meeting between him and Reagan, Linda Blair's character, it wasn't enough to convince him. Let's say that. I mean, there were, of course, yeah, it was, you know, she was full tilt possessed, but he didn't see enough to, to like believe that it was an actual possession. He, I think right. I was still under the impression that there was something psychologically wrong with the little girl. And mm-hmm. it, and the second time he went, that's when he was like, Okay, there's some <laughs> mm-hmm. there's some demonic shit going on in, up in this piece, um, and it just got progressively worse from there for him. Ah, oh, God, what these got people go through. I'm not Reagan. I see. Well, then let's introduce ourselves. I'm Damien Cowes, and I'm the devil. Now, kindly undo these straps. If you're the devil, why not make the straps disappear? That's much too vulgar a display of power, Karis. Where's Reagan? In here with us. Show me Reagan and I'll loosen one of the straps. And you're helping old altar boy, Father. Your mother's in here with us, Karis. Would you like to leave a message? I see that she gets it. Uh yeah okay so where are we <laughs> so they they have in order for them to get to to perform exorcist uh-huh. it has to be proven that she's is in possessed right from uh, what sure. from what he said you know he asked certain questions is she mm-hmm. talking in tongues in Latin oh uh, yeah um mm-hmm. you know uh there was a scene where and I think it was after the first meeting he had with her mm-hmm. and he or maybe the second one where he recorded her. Right. He recorded. Oh, yes. And he took it to a friend of his, which I, I'm assuming is some sound expert of some sort. I don't know. Maybe it was just some another preacher. Well, well, I guess it was another preacher with some high tech audio equipment for the time. Because, yeah. Uh, he basically made him aware that, no, this this crazy bitch is speaking English. It's just backwards. And he played yeah. the tape backwards and she was saying stuff in English. But by then he was pretty much convinced. You know, I mean, you know, you don't. You walk into a room, it's 10 below zero. <laughs> you know, you see frost coming out of your mouth. This little girl's tied to the bed. She, she's, you know, I mean, she. <sighs> I gotta say, man, the practical effects up in this movie are are, are pretty, pretty awesome. I mean, they, you, a lot of it still holds up for the most part. You know that they had to really make that room really, really cold. To, yeah, to for air conditioners to get it to yeah. like, you know, like I 30 something it, degrees because there was some frosty breath coming out of any, everyone that Cause, entered that room because poor reagan was wearing like a, a little pajamas yeah of course yeah. Right, right back to the abuse of her again too 
you know, and then she pukes on the young priest. I think that was before the the final exorcism. She she pukes on him right in his face, yeah, and which uh, was not supposed to happen. That was <laughs> that was that he it was supposed to hit him like in the chest or something, but it hits him in the face, and uh, he was quite he upset. The act the actor was quite upset about about that scene. So that look of uh, horror and disgust it was, was probably yeah, genuine. Exactly. <laughs> Looks like he gagged a little bit too. Well, at this point, you know, the priest feels he has no choice but to let his uh, religious superiors know about this, to inquire about mm-hmm. doing an actual exorcism. Same so they thing I would to... do. Of exactly course. the same thing. <laughs> yes. exactly. Where's your cross, Scott? You, you have no cross? Uh, he does. Oh, you... you do? Oh, Jesus. Yes. Oh, it's but, a oh. big-ass cross, too. Wow. It's about as big as the yes, machete you had a week ago for the Friday the 13th episode. But um, yeah, they call the priest, the older priest from the beginning who was at the mm-hmm. archaeological dig in the Middle East because I guess he's some kind of ep- expert. They made a reference that he performed He, he has performed exorcism once, right? Before. Yeah. Well, what they, they mentioned one time. I'm, I'm going to assume he's probably done more than one. But uh, they had mentioned one that took months to, to do in Africa in his past or right. something to that effect. June, you have the best memory right now. Uh, right now, because he, he saw it, it half an hour ago. It's it's gonna <laughs> this movie's gonna go out the window as soon as we finish this episode. It's gonna mm-hmm. be deleted, and I'm gonna move on to the next. But yeah, um, so yeah, they they call this uh heavy duty exorcist to come and do his thing, and when he, he does get there, which I, I love these little scenes where they reference, you know, the famous image of the exorcist is uh outside arrival. of their home. And this man in a trench coat and hat with a briefcase or whatever it is, and you know, mm-hmm. with that light uh, hitting right above him, and we see that scene, yeah, um, which is the perfect scene because you know for promotion for this film, it, it's a creepy scene in and of itself. He gets there, and you know, uh, Linda Blair's character is full tilt demon. I I think I got a quote. Oh, I got a Linda. I got a Reagan quote coming yes, up for you. Hit us, hit so us. when she sees the old priest, she says. Stick your cock up her ass, you motherfucking worthless cocksucker. You know, it, it's this movie is the gift that keeps on giving. I'm telling you, the script, the script writers must have been giggling their asses wow. off. Of writing I, this they, movie. Yeah. And they probably thought they would never get away with it. <laughs> no. They were like, let's go crazy because they're not going to make this movie. They're no. never going to make this movie. I think and right after this, uh, she says to the young priest. Uh, your mother sucks cock in hell, Karis, <laughs> you faithless swine. <laughs> I mean, how do you top that? We could just go to how good was it from here, can't we? Oh I mean, geez, we cannot top that. Nothing. That is amazing. Once again, the child abuse that went on for, for, for Linda Blair. <laughs> Listen, audience, guys, t- think about this. Put yourself in the mindset of 1973. Mm-hmm. This was 50 years ago. Yeah. Man. 50 mm-hmm. we're talking about 50 this yeah. movie is ancient by most people's standards now mm-hmm. so imagine the effect that this movie had on whoever viewed it at the time it was unheard of to have this little girl say the most filthiest shit ever i, I mean I'm, I'm talking about at the time there were this was filthier than porn <laughs> at the time you didn't even hear the script writing in this the writing that the lines that this little girl was saying this you didn't even hear in pornographic movies at the time so people must have lost their fucking minds man you know and again i'm gonna 
I never get tired of telling this story. I got to. This is the episode that said my dad took me to see this movie as a toddler. <laughs> that one that came out in '73, but they re-released it because awesome. it was so damn successful that it's there was a, a re-release film. a few years later, and he took us to see it. And let me tell you something: I distinctly remember my dad enjoying the shit out of this movie. <laughs> my mom was mad as hell at him. He did not care. He was happy that he took his kids. God bless him to see The Exorcist. So thank you, Dad. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Ah, okay. So I mean, let's get to the meat. Let's get to the climax because we're pretty much there. Yeah. I mean, it's this movie is, is I think we probably described it for in the first half exactly yeah. right. Basically, now they're gonna, you know, the old man and the and the young priest are are saying their their rights, you know, the the spirit of Christ compels you. Is that what they say? Uh, something like that. She's like the floating. Power, in the, the power of Christ compels you. Compel you. Yes, the power of our podcast compels you. Meanwhile, and, this mofo is floating over the bed. Yes, while the while they're saying this. Yes. Um, Which is done, again, great practice. Amen. God, defender of the human race. Oh. Look down in pity. You killed your mother. This, your servant. You left her alone to die. To Shut up. I'll never forgive you. Oh, Shut up. Bastard. Oh. I command you by the judge of the living and the dead to depart from the servant of God. It's the power. Holy water. Oh. It's the power of Christ that compels you. The power of Christ compels you. That the power of Christ. That scene got me really pretty spooky. That was yeah. Then pretty... didn't they take like a quick break? Didn't they go like out in the hallway yeah. for a little bit? Yeah. And then the old man goes in by himself. Yes. And he bites it. The old man that he he can't handle it anymore. He drops dead. Well, what happens is because uh, the younger priest goes downstairs because he's quite shook at this point. Yeah, I mean he's totally frazzled. He needs a whiskey. He needs a cigarette. Uh, yes, he's exactly. Going downstairs. It, it's time for it's, it's butt time. You know to no. get that cigarette butt going. But he's downstairs and 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 uh, Reagan's mom comes out and she's like, "Is my girl gonna die?" And I guess that puts some wind in his sails or some shit because he's like, "No, she's not." And he marches back upstairs, and uh, man, she she puts the she puts the Jedi mind trick on his ass, man. There's, she starts talking like his mom. It's one uh-huh. of the funniest scenes in the movie. Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy, why do you do this to why me? Like it was hilarious. I was like, you oh, let me die. Yeah, it was so. <laughs> and, and, and this fucked his world up. And uh-huh. and you know, he that's when he had to. To, to leave yeah and that's when uh the I, think old he punched, I think he punched her for real yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he tried to strangle her he was like trying to kick her ass um and that's when he the says something like he, he says was like take uh-huh. me right is that what yeah. he said oh no the old priest is dead by now right no yeah, no this no is that- the old priest comes in oh okay. just in time it says you need to go because you can't uh... like like go i got this mm-hmm. and apparently he doesn't because uh, when the priest, when the younger priest goes back up, yes, that's he's when dead. he finds him. He's dead. He's done. Mm-hmm. I guess he went into cardiac arrest. Before this, we see um, the older priest and he's taking medication, pills. Yeah. that. And, that what is that? He was, he, he it had was Viagra. Thing. It was Viagra. <laughs> I, 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 I can tell by the pill. His hand was shaking. And yeah, no, 
Well, I mean, even at the beginning of the movie, he was already uh, when he found that statue and all that, Mm -hmm. and and he knew there was going to be something coming up. He basically knew. He was like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna have to do this again." And that's when you see him get the shakes, and Mm -hmm. you know, he starts taking his medication. So So, uh, I guess it didn't help. But so he he died after he died. The young priest went back in, right? Yeah, that's when he uh, died. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's when um, he mm-hmm. basically try he, he starts kicking Linda Blair's ass um, <laughs> physically, but he tells uh, Pazuzu he was like 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 you know don't be a punk be a man get in mm-hmm. me, and he does the the demon uh, goes from her to him, and, and he takes the opportunity to off himself to get rid of this I'm demon that window right down the stairs right down yeah mm-hmm. same way uh, the director earlier in the film. I'm gonna actually drive up to um, DC for Halloween and yeah, you can go to the stairs, jump out the window too. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, that's basically the ending of the film. I mean, the next scene after that, um, well, priest comes over, gives him the last rites because you see he's still like a little bit alive, like twitching a little bit, and then a priest comes over, starts giving him his last rites. But Joe saw Exorcist three, and Joe, what happens in Exorcist three? Apparently, he, Pazuzu, never left him. Took, he, he went, they, they found him in the hospital um, and then as a mental patient. Wow. And locked up in, 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 the, um, in the mental isolated room. So, Joe, my, uh, my wife, Annalisa, at that scene, she said, wait a minute. I remember him in one of the other movies. He was still yes. alive. And I was like, no, no. I don't know. Yeah. So he's yeah, his body is still um you know the the Pazuzu is still in his body and and taking over his body basically. This is in and the he, third movie. In the third oh, one. Okay. So he he's somewhat still alive but he's living with sharing his body with the devil. So yeah, part 3 is pretty good. I like it because it just almost picked right up from part 1. Is it the same actor though, Joe, or did that actor die and they used a different uh, actor? Did no, they use like Gabriel Byrne or someone in that one? There was two of them. So they, there's two guys. The the, the devil changed faces. Ah. The, the the so he actually there, but he's a lot he's a lot older now. He's he's aged. Yeah, right. But, Jason Miller is in it. Yeah, he's patient right. acts. Yeah, so they're both sharing the same body because he Jason Miller was um supposed to be a, a silver killer. Um and uh, he's he's dead by execution uh, electrocuted but his spirit need a body to go into so that's why he got into this guy's body from the invitation from the devil (laughs) something like that okay well yeah and then yeah the first movie ends uh, she takes off the servants don't want to leave with her her and reagan hit the road the end well, yeah, the, the two. What much. about the two servants? The old, the older lady and the German the, guy. Did the, the older guy drove the car. He went with them. Okay, apparently. even um, like I said earlier in this episode, she asked. There was a push. She asked the the younger servant, the young woman. Yeah, she must like, have had sure something. She she knew he was a Nazi or something. She was hiding him. There's no way. Why would that guy <laughs> stick around all these years, right? She he probably was a Nazi, and she kept him. She kept him around. Blackmailed him. Said she would tell everyone else. If he uh, if he ever left her, that's I, why she stuck around. I would not doubt it because the way she treated them throughout this movie. Wow. I mean, anyways, but yeah, that's um that's The Exorcist in a nutshell. Wow, hell of a movie. I mean, very successful it. movie. You know, like I said, it was nominated for Best Picture. It was nominated for Best Actor, Best Supporting Actress. I don't think it won for anything. 
maybe what was like the, some small what was awards. the budget for this movie it was like 40 11 million dollars and, and they, they made what 400 400 worldwide like 440 million something something like that and it was r-rated so it, for the longest time it was the highest grossing r-rated movie i think jaws surpassed it but uh, they said with inflation, it still would be considered the highest rating R-rated movie yeah, well, of all time. Being, that being the case, you would think, shouldn't, I mean, because they consider Jaws like the first, well, I guess it, they consider Jaws the yeah. first summer blockbuster, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't know. This came this... out right after things, uh, Christmas. That's crazy. <laughs> That's <laughs> that, awesome. that was on purpose, I'm sure. I'm sure that was like some kind of marketing. Uh, that you know, is that, awesome. That it's, is it, this film was so weird that it's you know, so gross in some parts of the things they say you can't believe, but it also, it's very religious too, though. It mm-hmm. is, oh, yes. it is very Catholic and very much the Catholic of the good guys, the priests of the save the saviors. So it, it kind of straddles the line between being extremely gross and, and vulgar and then really, really religious. But I feel that mm-hmm. that's probably part of its success as just a, a movie. Not yeah. just as a horror movie, as a movie. Because uh, if you notice the characters, I mean, the mom, the young priest, even the older priest. I mean, these are people that are like in the process of losing their faith in everything. Yeah. They're, they're like at low points. The The young priest in particular, he was talking about leaving the faith. Mm-hmm. Right. He, was, he was like, I quit. This is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that was one of the most interesting aspects. Of the movie. I mean, even then, back back then, what can the priest not cannot do? I mean, they smoke, they drink, they curse, they fight. They, uh, uh, that's listen. what went wrong with the Catholic Church. You know, they were bad, they used to be allowed to do everything. Then in the eighties, mm-hmm. they got strict, and guess what happens? You know, you start uh, diddling. You know, the it's, Cat- uh, things, the, things the change. Catholic, the Catholic Church has never stopped doing what they want. <laughs> they always do. Okay, yes. let's not get into it because we could do a whole episode on that shit alone. Um, but yes, we, we they, there's been enough headlines. They they do whatever the f they want. Uh, what say? Should we go into how good was it? Hi, right, Joe. You always started out. I, actually, I I was surprised how well of the film was. You know, the the picture was still good. I still looked nice, and the movies was very. You know, it still holds up to whatever my imagine allowed me back then. Even even more so now than before, I I say. And by by listening to so what I did was I listened to some of the commentary of the director uh, comments before I saw the movie just to get myself into it, and I think that helps a lot to understand the the story better. For me, I think the movie it's even better now than before. Did you find and, it scary, Joe? I find it more, it's not as scary. Part three scared the shit out of me. <laughs> really? Was yes. that the first time you watched part three? Yes. It was the ah, first time I saw part three. I think three. it makes a difference. I, yeah. I never saw any other exorcist other than the first one. You know, I, I didn't really, I wasn't really getting into this, haven't really paid a lot of attention to a lot of details, like June said. But to watch it again the second time or this time around, um, I find it much more. Um, like I understand the movie better, but the story, the movie itself, it's actually really well made. And so it was very good. How good was it? It was good. It was good. What did, what did Elle think of it? Uh, she liked it. We saw, and then like, she liked it enough to watch part three. Go ahead, Jim. 
I had a very good time, a much better time than I thought I would re revisiting this movie. I have watched it enough times in my past that I was pretty familiar with it. And uh, all the beats, the high points of the movie, the scenes that everyone remembers. Yeah, they're, they're, still, they're ingrained in my memory. You know, this is one of those movies that's pretty much unforgettable. But uh, like Joey P added earlier, uh, in revisiting this movie this time, once you get past the horror aspect, right? Because to be honest, this movie, it's impossible for this movie to scare me at this point. I'm too familiar with it. Um, it's still visually impressive. It still has effect. But like any other horror movie, good or bad, you watch it enough times, it's just not going to scare you anymore. Um, a big element of horror is surprise. Um, and that's why these movies are effective once, maybe twice at most, right? But uh, it did give me the luxury of watching it through a different lens, so to speak. And uh, mm -hmm. as you heard me say earlier and throughout the episode, it, I, I got to see more of the nuances and the subtleties because there actually are many. This film was brilliantly shot. I never noticed that. Right. We, we concentrate on the scenes, you know, her puking and, you know, saying all this crazy shit and her floating in there. Yeah, of course, that's that's a very impressive. And like I said before, the practical effects, for the most part, do still hold up. I mean, you know, her turning her head all the way around. Yeah, that shit looks funny. It looks like Muppets right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Her to her when her head does the 360. It looks silly. To be honest, as a kid, it looked silly to me back then too. Yeah, you know, didn't look, never looked realistic. But there are enough scenes that, um, given the time that this movie came out and what they had to work with, of course, audience, you know, this pre, very pre CGI. Um, so all of this stuff was, you know, makeup, practical effects. You know, um, as Joey P mentioned earlier, uh, for them to give the effect, the effect that the room that she was in was freezing. They had to mm -hmm. freeze the room, you know. Um, so it, it it's a testament to the kind of shit that actors had to put up with back then, especially this poor young woman, Linda Blair. Mm -hmm. I, I do not see how this movie could not have had some kind of psychological effect on her. Um, but that being said, um, I got to notice a lot of things upon re-watching it this time that I, I actually kind of glossed over before. And a lot of those came from the quieter parts the, the more subtle parts um and it allowed me the opportunity to really enjoy the brilliant cinematography of some scenes and how the director really thought about how he was framing certain scenes there was one scene in particular and it was when the young priest comes out of reagan's room and it wasn't the first time i think it was like maybe his second time that he went and I think it was when it really hit home to to him that this was really a a, deno, a demonic possession. That's when it he made the the realization that this this shit is for real. This is not psychological. And the way the scene is shot, it's from the bottom of the stairwell looking up, and it's a kind of a spiraling staircase. And he's walking. It's a very quick scene, but it captures his frame of mind at that moment perfectly he's walking down this spiraling staircase and he's totally dismayed 
And it, it, you know, it's following him down the staircase in almost a spiraling motion. And that was his state of mind. That was his character state of mind at that moment, excuse me. And, and it's little shots like that, that really, you know, show how much thought the director, the cinematographers put into this movie. And I think that's part of why this movie still holds up as strongly as it does that, you know, uh, I, I I forgot the studio that that just put out the the latest Exorcist movie. Um, was it Blumhouse? Oh, you're right. Yeah, these motherfuckers paid four hundred million for the rights to this franchise. Oh, wow. Is that smart? No, personally, no. I don't think so. No, not to say that it's not worth it, but to pay that kind of money for any kind of franchise is ridiculous at this point. Um, but it does say something about how powerful this first movie was and it still is so uh as usual i take the long way um <laughs> but how good was it I, I, for me it's damn good it still holds up this movie is a powerful movie this is a movie at its essence is not so much about yes it's about a young woman a young girl who gets possessed by a demon. Of course, we know that. But really, underlying all that, it's a movie about faith and how easy it is to lose faith and how hard, you know, there are certain times in, in our lives that we need faith. Mm-hmm. And uh, this movie, this the, the things that the characters in this movie go through, yeah, you bet your ass they had faith after this shit. <laughs> you bet your ass, man. That priest must have been the well, he showed up in part three, and I don't know how that turned out. But I'd like to think that after this movie, that was the most religious priest on earth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like this fucked him up for life. Same thing with the mom. You know, mm. same thing with with you know, I mean, anybody who was in this movie, yeah. If they were going through a crisis of faith, and not so much even religious faith, just faith as a principle all around yeah <laughs> this shows the power of faith so i think that's why this movie is so successful but yeah how good was it damn good love this movie still one of my favorites definitely one of the all-time horror classics go scott so uh, going into this movie i um i remembered being really scared of this movie i i think i saw this early teens maybe like yeah you know, like 13 maybe 12 years old I definitely didn't see it. Uh, a lot of horror movies I w- in, was introduced before that, before that age, you know, the Friday the 13th, the um, Halloween's, uh, things like that. I had seen way before I saw Exorcist. And I do remember it being scary. I, I grew up um, pretty religious. We we were Episcopalian family, which is basically Catholic light. Uh, so, you know, I think the whole only, stigma- Only your dad can see you now, Scott. Yes. Yeah. Oh no, my my father is not Episcopalian anymore. But uh, yes, uh, they uh, they um, you know you you grow up in this kind of stuff really kind of sticks with you at that age. Uh, you know this is you know you're going to churches. Churches in a way seem spooky and scary. And maybe that's the one thing that always interests me most about religion is the stories and and this side of it. Um, and watching this now, I hadn't seen it since I was. Probably since maybe I, I'm sure I've rewatched this maybe a couple of times, but I hadn't seen it in the last probably 30 years. And watching it now, 
it didn't scare me at all. Um, maybe maybe I I lacked the faith that, that June was just talking about, but <laughs> yeah. uh, no, because um, it didn't scare me at all either. Yeah, yeah, like I like she said, you know what's going to happen. You know yeah. all the scenes I, is going to happen. You know the head's going to be anything. turning around. Yeah. Um, I, I was incredibly bored at the beginning of the film before <laughs> before it starts kicking in. It, it was I found it boring. It was very seventies to me, you know, from the decor. Mom's apartment, man, <laughs> man, it's rough. It's it's rough looking at those seventies styles, man. That's uh, it. it uh, I I just I I I found it more amusing than I found it scary. And I I do appreciate that the director is a, a famous director. We're in freaking. You know, he did Chinatown before this. That was the film he did before The Exorcist. You know, he's he's made classic films. You know, um, he definitely knew what he was doing, and and really, you know, got the look right. But I I don't th I don't think time has been kind to the movie in, in in its own way. You know, I I just I tried to look at it in a in an open way and try to try to try to relive it to see if it was scare me, and it just. It didn't do it. And like June said, I think that that is what I've noticed in rewatching horror movies. They're not scary after you've seen it one time. You know when the beats are coming. You know, you know when uh when this is gonna happen, that's gonna happen. So there's no surprise. So you have to like dig into the actual film and, and see if see what you can find in the film to to see how good was it. And mm -hmm. for me, I'm gonna say this is a. it was okay. It wasn't, um, you know, I, I think historically it's a very important film. I think, it, you know, it is probably the original horror film uh, of its own genre uh, doing this. It's uh, it's its own thing. And then for its day and age, it was incredibly scary and it did scare me as a kid. But I don't know, through the 2023 goggles, I just, it didn't, it didn't do it for me. You know, I, I found it very... You know the 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 super religious and also super vulgar just kind of kind of <laughs> threw me off in, in in a way. So I'm gonna say it was just okay. I I think I'm gonna say how good was it? It was it was all right. No, it was good, man. <laughs> wow, <laughs> easy easy, Pazuzu. <laughs> okay, well I guess with that we could put the capper on our exorcist retro review fright month continues we have one more tuesday left after this and uh, of course i mean I, i'm not going to be spoiling anything by saying of course what else are we going to review but halloween and so please tune in for that yes yes it will be on halloween it will be on the 31st that episode will be out we are by default obligated to retro review Halloween. And I'm yes. talking about the first one, not not you know, none of that. Not Halloween part that. three, the season of the witch. No. No. <laughs> well thought we'll end up probably talking about the franchise as a whole, knowing us. Oh, I but, gotta watch um, that whole franchise before that. Okay. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna do my due well. diligence. <laughs> as always, thank you, audience, for for uh spending time with us. And uh, you know, thank you, Scott, for making sure that we're gonna spend eternity in hates <laughs> uh, with your costume. But uh, hey, with that, let's end this. Say bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. What movie would you like us to review? Drop your suggestions by hitting us up at howgoodwasitpod at gmail.com.